What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. This is Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. This podcast is sponsored in part by our friends at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Visit swibbits.edu to find out more about what God is doing on Seminary Hill. What is happening, brother? Happy Monday morning as we are recording this. Yeah, we're recording this because it's a busy week up ahead. And uh, I think you've got the, well, we technically both have the MVBA meeting, uh, but my my mom's in town and the Astros are, um, I feel like, hanging on to dear life, even though it's only one game down. But but anyway, we've got a couple of things this week, so we're going to go ahead and record. So hopefully nothing crazy happens in the SBC. But, you know, it's 2020. You know, who knows by, by the time this airs on Friday, I will no longer be the moderator of the MVBA of the yeah. Mountain Valley Baptist Association. Then I'll start served, going again. I, I've done my two years time, so <laughs> then I'll start going again. Yeah, there you a go. train wreck every time. <laughs> no, uh, which you know is nice because you never go to meetings. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Kyle, uh, ha- have you ever had one of those Sundays where you're just like? Is it a full moon? Is like, is there something in the water? Did Alan McGordo suddenly, you know, move to Mayhill and all kinds of crazies happening? So, like, so it's it's so funny that you should ask because I happened to have one of those yesterday. yesterday. This past <laughs> Sunday was just um, like like you said when when uh, speaking of train wreck, right? I mean, we're like not everything that could go wrong because I guess there were a lot of a lot more things that could have gone wrong, but just multiple oddities that happened all at once on one Sunday morning. And, um, you know, as, as pastors, while, while most of us would probably like to think, oh, you know, I'm spiritual and I'm not going to be distracted by those types of things. Sometimes stuff happens that just like kind of throws off your mental state right before the service. Right. Um, so for instance, here, here's, here's my story from Sunday morning. So I get there and, and set up and, and everything is everything's going great. Uh, we're about 10 minutes before the beginning of the service and Michelle and the kids come up and, and I know you're familiar with our building. So our office entrance is like on the south side of our building. Our main sanctuary entrance is on the west side. And so I, I get there in the morning, go in the office entrance, lock the door behind me. And I don't really go back out that door for, for the duration of the morning. Michelle parked behind me. And so she's like walking past our office entrance. And um, when they come in the front doors, uh, Michelle says, "Um, there is a person laid out on the sidewalk or in like the the little entrance entrance way uh, right outside the office door. And I said, what? (laughs) She said (laughs) the exact same thing. She said, there is a person just laying right in front of the office door. And, was it Dak uh, Prescott? It was not Dak Prescott. Oh, too soon, man. <laughs> too soon. Um, so I, I walked back in the sanctuary and I, I grabbed one of our guys because this is, I mean, I didn't know guy, girl, you know what? I, I didn't want to do this by myself. So I grabbed somebody and I said, just, just come with me. Um, and you don't tell them what's going to happen, right? You just say, hey, I need you to come with me for a second. Um, so, so sure enough, we go open the door and, and I walk out there and I say, uh, hello. And there's no response. Now they're breathing. I, I did check that at first. 
And then I kind of pat them on the back and I just get a what? Um, can I help you? I don't have anything. Don't rob me. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna rob you. Um, I'm the pastor at the church. Are, are you okay? Yeah, we would like a tithe, but <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we're going to charge you rent for being no. <laughs> but, but it was, um, uh, no, I just got robbed and I'm just laying here. Okay. Can I help? Can, can, can we get you food? Can we get you? No. So, I mean, I mean, it was, it was very clear. They didn't want anything. So we walked back in, locked the door, <laughs> just kind of looked around and to, to some of the people there. And I said, um, I think we need to call 911. And they said, like, to a person said, yes. So we did. So five minutes before the service starts, the ambulance shows up. And, and I'm not there, right? I mean, so I'm, I, I had some people taking care of it. Service is about to start. So I, I, I go back in. And at the end of the service, I find out um, that this person said they didn't want help. So they were not very happy. This, this young woman was not very happy when an ambulance showed up. And she apparently got rather combative. And, and I was told used very colorful language, like the most colorful of language. <laughs> um, and then in fact, like they, so they tried to like let her walk to the ambulance and she takes off running and like runs like half a block away. And then they call the police and it takes like three or four police officers to wrangle her into the ambulance. Um, so that was our Sunday. That's how Sunday morning started. Um, and then we had issues with our, with our sound we had issues with our video, uh, not so much in-house, but for some reason, my, my, it's like my normal head mic, you could hear in the, in the service, but it was not coming through on the live stream. And I'm still not exactly sure what happened there. So I mean, for some people, that would be a blessing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, just, just a weird Sunday, right. Where it like, it just, and it just seemed off. And like I said, you know, having to call 911 five minutes before the service starts, kind of throws it off, right? Yeah. That's not a normal. Yeah. So, you know, in my mind, and, and so what I did is at the beginning of the announcement time, we, we, we do a song and then I get up and do announcements. And so at the beginning of the announcement time, I just kind of explained the situation. I said, I know some of you walked past this and were kind of wondering what was going on. And some of you saw the ambulance come up. So this is what's going on. There, there's a young lady having some issues. We're not exactly sure what. We just, we stopped and prayed for her. And that helped me kind of refocus as well. And then you know, at the end of the, when I walk out into the foyer at the end of the service, I find out the rest of the story. Um, yeah. So, you know, even it, sometimes things happen that are outside of our control that just throw Sunday morning off, right? Have you ever experienced that? No, mine are always perfect. <laughs> yeah. Mine are basically like a foretaste of heaven. Uh, <laughs> no, like here, here recently, there's been one of our mics, we finally figured out which one it was, uh, was basically piggybacking on another channel. And we've, wouldn't know it like in practice it never showed up but every time the service started <laughs> of course, those things never happen in practice yeah no, never. never and uh <laughs> so so we figured that out and then um this this past week uh that that was when that took place and uh and so we've had some of that but i think i've shared on this story or on this uh, pod before uh when i was at the the last church i served i was preaching and I, I believe it was during the pastoral prayer. So I had read the text and I, you know, bowed my head and, and started praying or whatever. And when I opened my eyes at the end of the prayer, there was a guy standing like right in the middle aisle, maybe, maybe 10 feet from me, right in front of the pulpit in the middle aisle. We had, you know, two kind of uh, sections of pews. And so he was right in the middle, just standing there looking angry, high, whatever. 
And so that, yeah, that's a little disconcerting, you know, Pastor uh, Kyle, Dr. Kyle, sorry. Uh, when when you're about to dive into a, a sermon and you have a guy standing right in front of you looking very unhappy. And uh, thankfully at this church, we had a, a captain of the San Antonio Police Department that uh, was a member, I think now, uh, lieutenant or, or whatever. He, he moved up one. And uh, so whatever it was at the time, he's there. So he kind of positioned himself to get him to a seat. The guy sat there in the front, just like rocking and staring at, like, I don't, I don't think I ever saw him blink the entire service. And so I knew there was probably some drugs, whatever going on. And, uh, but, but that does kind of make it a little difficult to, uh, you know, to, to preach on, on the love of God or whatever it was. I don't, couldn't even remember. I don't even know if I made sense that day because yeah. I'm, I'm thinking this guy's about to pull out a machete and hack my head off. I don't know. And uh, so Anyway, after the service, similar to that, uh, you know, we we tried to get them some some help, food and and whatnot, and uh, and and it's at that time like we had met with them after the service, and I realized that my girls and Rebecca have gone home to the parsonage, which was on campus, and on the route that the guy was walking, we assumed mm. he had been in a car, and so he's he's walking, and as he's walking from where the sanctuary was, he's ultimately like looks like from where we are veering towards the, uh, the door of the house. Ooh. And so the, uh, the, the Lieutenant or captain, whatever it was at the time, like takes off running out the door to just kind of make sure he stays on the, yeah. <laughs> on the road to head out. And uh, so there's been times like that. And I know everybody listening to this has had the uh, sound issues or maybe the projector dies mid time, mid, mid service. Have, have you ever had a projector blow up in the middle of the service? I haven't had that. Um, <laughs> multiple I've, times, multiple times here we've had, and, and what it is, it's the bulb that just explodes and, uh, and it just go, it's just like a loud poof. Yeah, <laughs> right, right in the middle of the sermon. <laughs> I think you're like a hip mega church for a second. Yeah. What, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> yeah, and uh, so so it happens. So so here you go, Kyle. You you kind of mentioned it in in terms of how uh, God ultimately allowed you to get back on track. Uh, we're we're talking mostly to pastors. There's people listening in. You've got a day set aside for for worship and praise, and your heart is ready. Uh, to just have the greatest worship service of all times, and then the power goes out, yeah. or the AC goes out, or somebody has a heart attack, or the sound system. Like, I'm listing just things that I've experienced in 20 years. So all of these different things can happen, and they seem to only happen on Sunday, as you mentioned, never in practice, never during the week. Uh, so how do you get back on track and have the greatest worship service ever? <laughs> um I'm not sure about the greatest worship service ever. Uh, so like some things, like, like obviously, I mean, if somebody's having a heart attack or something like that, that that's really a different category, right? No, so you say, I'm uh, here preaching the word. <laughs> Can you wait to die? You just, you just hold off, right? <laughs> um, so so there are times where, you know, you you need to pause. Uh, so in, in that case, you know, it might be, it might be appropriate to pause and say, um, hey, we're going to have a time of prayer while the, you know, the, the EMS or whatever takes care of, of this situation. Um, uh, you know, if, if it's like a sound issue or something like that, or, I mean, if you lose the power, like in my mind, like the most awkward thing you could do would be not to address, like, like if it's something obvious, you know, if you have just like a little feedback or something like that, like, okay. Um, you, you know, 
it's like yesterday when I when I got up to to preach, I thought I had fixed the mic issue, and and um, I could kind of see Noah who's running our live stream, and he's kind of got a weird look on his face, and so I just stopped. I said, Noah, are are you still not getting any audio on the on the live stream? He goes, No. I said, Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I just went and grabbed a handheld mic, and and I just explained. I said, Look, we we got a text. Stephen Furtick. <laughs> yeah, yes. I just, and I, and I just told folks. I said, Look, we we had somebody on the live stream say they couldn't hear, and so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna use a handheld mic. And like I said, sometimes the most awkward thing you could do would be would not be to address yeah. that elephant in the room, right? Yeah. I mean, like if you're just having sound issues, I mean, sometimes it's 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 very appropriate just to say, look, um, yes, we're having the sound issue. We really have no idea where it's coming from. We we don't know what the deal is. We apologize. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna try to get through it anyway, right? So you acknowledge like that awkwardness. And I think that kind of that can remove some of the tension that surrounds those things, right? Because um, we're not, I, I mean, from my end, I'm not worried about putting on a polished yeah. worship yeah. service. Yeah. And, and what I was going to say, one, one of the best things that, that I found is when it just seems like either you've said something that's kind of derailed or something has happened that's derailed, whatever it is, just to take a moment, just to it, essentially, I, I call it like a reset where I just will say something to the effect of if there's one thing that Satan would want us to be today, it is distracted. And because it's very common to what I would say any other Sunday, like, you know, you've got a lot of things on your mind from the past week. You've got a lot of things on your mind for the upcoming week. And perhaps you're planning on lunch already today. Like for just an hour, we're asking you to focus, you know, and so just almost kind of hit that pause, break whatever has has happened, you know, kind of break the the cycle of that, you know, either turn off that mic or we're just going to go acoustic today. Uh, but, but church, you know, Satan wants us to be distracted. So let's just pray right now and ask for the Spirit's help that we will be able to focus on Christ and Christ alone today, not the sound system, not the praise team, not the pastor, but we will focus on, on Christ. And I've found like a completely different service after that yeah. comment in prayer. And, and because when, when you do just try and ignore it, what's everybody going to hear? You know, I mean, they're, they're not going to be hearing you. They're not going to be hearing the music. They're going to be focused on, you know, the feedback or, or whatever else is, is going on, but it's like that elephant in the room. And so address it and say, okay, now we, we know that the enemy wants us to be distracted. We are called here to worship Christ and Christ alone. So pause it and, and move, move on from there. And I think what you do then is is you actually teach your people how to handle distractions that come up in life, right? And and the simple fact is, I mean, when stuff goes wrong on Sunday mornings, that's that's life, right? I mean, stuff happens, and sometimes power goes out, and you have no control over that. Um, and so, if you can, you know, kind of like you said, do that reset. You know, listen, we this is not how we planned it. You know, especially if we had like a video or something planned to show. Um, obviously that's not going to happen. So, so let's just kind of do a reset. And, and what you do there is you teach your folks that distractions don't have to throw off worship. It might disrupt it for a bit, but it does not have to destroy worship. It doesn't have to destroy our, t- our times to focus on, on the savior. Hey, I will say the one time that I think I was most brilliant was, I think it was last, last October. Um, Valerie was, was gone 
and but we had a video that we were going to play for Mission New Mexico. So for those of you outside of New Mexico in, in October, November, kind of these months or whatever, we have Mission New Mexico and it's an offering kind of like Annie, kind of like uh, Lottie, but it just goes yeah. to some of the ministries yeah, state missions of offering. state missions here in our, our state from the camps and all of that kind of stuff. And so we have this video and something was unplugged in the soundboard but this is at the start of the service everybody's there we've got a big crowd and there is no sound so we're hearing this thing on the deal and and at the time it was like you know i think it was like hovering over new mexico maybe a drone footage or something like all that and so i just grabbed the mic and i started narrating it <laughs> and so i was like mission new mexico is a yearly offering that <laughs> and, and I've completely pulled it off. And so a few people knew because they could hear me, you know, with the mic in my hand or whatever's in the back of the sanctuary. And but we pulled it off and then we fixed it for next week. So I I I'm claiming that's brilliant. Um that, that, now, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty quick on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh what what I wish it was was the one that you were on. And then when you're looking down to read your entire content, I could be, and now Kyle looks at his notes longingly, <laughs> telling us that. No. For the record, I did as I was directed. That was the, <laughs> that was literally the, he I said, no, I, he said, I think, I think we, we want you to read what, what you, what, what yeah. you're saying. It's uh, like a love letter to New okay. Mexico. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Absolutely. We love it. Yeah. So and, Kyle, this is also, uh, Pastor Appreciation Month. We're about halfway through. By the time this airs, we will be on the other side of the halfway mark. And uh, to to this point, I have gotten about a thousand bags of candy corn. And I have learned now at this church, if I ever go anywhere else, that I'm not going to tell the church about my love for candy corn. I'm going to tell the church about my love for like sirloin steak or, you know, bacon or something like that. Because I've got candy corn coming out of my ears. Isn't that funny how people hear that? And like, that's the one thing they latch on to. And I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It's just, I I was, I was like, man, I need to pick something like that. I really love a hundred dollar gift cards. (laughs) I I served (laughs) with a pastor one time. I served with a pastor one time who was a traveling evangelist for several years. And and, um, one of the churches asked him, you know, well, what do y'all like to eat so we can feed you while you're here? And and he said, well, we're really just a meat and potatoes kind of family. He said every single meal they had meat and potatoes. (laughs) Those folks heard that literally. (laughs) And and I did. I I made some comment about the candy corn a couple of weeks ago. I said, I've got enough candy corn to last me until the apocalypse. And everybody was laughing, laughing, laughing. But then I made the grave mistake of saying, but I haven't been able to find the turkey dinner candy corn. (laughs) And so yesterday I got a big old bag of that. And uh, I I do think like for our deacons and and staff uh, Christmas party that we, I might tell them we're going to have Thanksgiving dinner for Christmas or whatever. And just, because I don't know if you've seen it, but each of the corns in there, are one of the flavors of Thanksgiving dinner. So no, there's like cranberry sauce, there's green beans, there's turkey and gravy, uh, there's sweet potato. Yeah, it's it looks as bad as it sounds. And But I, I want to get like a plate and like all nice, have, you know, the fork, have it all set yeah. like a fancy meal and then put just each of those like six or seven candy corns on the plate, <laughs> put a knife there and just have everybody like cut it or whatever. I think that'd be the greatest thing ever. That would be funny. Um, as, be as we do wrap up uh, with this, uh, when, when, when it comes to, to pastor appreciation and so forth, 
uh, just remember uh, that one of the best ways you can enjoy pastor appreciation is to appreciate other pastors. Uh, look for opportunities to encourage our fellow brothers in the trenches across this country. Uh, there are some uh, that will serve churches that will go all out. Uh, there are some that will serve churches that this means nothing to them. And then there's pastors that don't even care about it either. And then there's going to be pastors that are pretty hurt that they see everybody posting, hey, I got a car or I got, you know, this or that. Uh, and all of those things are are great and blessings and so forth. But look for opportunities during this month uh, to just call up, text, uh, send a direct message or whatever uh, to, to a pastor that you know and, and just offer some words of appreciation. I appreciate how you are uh, sharing scripture on uh, social media, or, or I appreciate how you're loving your family well. You know, just look, look for something that you can share as a word of encouragement. And then the best thing you can do uh, for Pastor Appreciation Month is to head to amazon.com right now, uh, like ignore everything after the next few seconds, and head to Amazon.com after the show to search for the people walking in darkness Christmas devotional reflections reflections, reflections. on Isaiah chapter nine yes, verses two through seven. Yes, that's correct. clearly I had very a very good. important part of this. Yes, book. that's right. Uh, um, but yeah, Kyle, why, why should they read that? Yeah, so so this is uh, our new book, and I know you know there for a while Matt was releasing a new book like every two weeks. Yeah, this so, keeps but, but, this but keeps my streak alive uh, okay. every month. I get every one month. out. There you I'm, go. I'm stopping it after this month. But anyway. <laughs> and uh, and so this is a very short Christmas devotional. Matt and I wrote it primarily uh, for, for our own churches, as that we're going to give those away at Christmas time. Hey, hey, no, I'm selling churches. them, baby. Oh, okay, you're selling them. All right, but we're going <laughs> to make those available to to like first time guests at our churches. Uh, during Christmas time, but it's a very short Christmas uh, devotional. Um, it is longer than replanting rural churches, I believe, Woo! but it's um, not hard to do. Not not by much. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we know it's it's mid October, and so as you and, and your church are you know beginning to look toward Christmas and Advent season, uh, this would be a great tool for you to use for you to, to give away as um, uh, gifts to first time attenders during church. And one of the things that's that's neat about it is that it's not just a look at Advent. Um, right. It is we're looking at how that text was fulfilled for yep. the people of Israel then, uh, how it was fulfilled for us two thousand years ago. Of course, with Advent, what we typically celebrate for uh, Christmas and so forth. Uh, but it really is trying to put our eyes forward. Uh, to the advent to come and when that text is fully and completely realized when Jesus comes back for us. And so from beginning to end, uh, more so with my uh, chapters because they're just better and more gospel-centered, uh, but from the beginning to end, we we just saturate it with scripture and just a reminder of who we are in Christ, what he has done for us, and a, a call towards the, the end for us to look for opportunities, particularly around this Christmas season, uh, to share that hope that we have, uh, the hope of his coming and his coming again. And uh, and so we hope you would be encouraged by it. So you can look on amazon.com for the people walking in darkness, Christmas reflections on Isaiah chapter nine, verses two through seven. You don't probably have to type all of that, no. um, but it is one of the longest book titles I've ever seen in my entire natural born life. Uh, also for 
Pastor Appreciation Month. Uh, the, the titles that I had released over the summer are on sale really about as low as I can put them on Amazon. And so I think the first uh, Path for Peace, which is just like two pages long, uh, <laughs> is like $3.95 or something. The others are $5.95. Uh, that would be a great gift. If you're listening to this as a church member, maybe grab each of those for your people. Uh, I think I'm making like five cents on every single one. So <laughs> it's not uh, for for me. This is a chance for you to bless other pastors, or if you're a pastor, grab one for yourself or someone you know. Uh, but Kyle, as we wrap up, any final thoughts? No. And, and I was going to say, if you, if you have a, a pastor that is really, um, that, that, that you could pull this on, um, not another heresy would make a fantastic gag gift as well. <laughs> and unfortunately, it is as cheap as it can possibly yeah. be on <laughs> Amazon too, <laughs> but it's still $16. So Kyle, Kyle and I split like three cents on that bad boy. Yeah, that's right. And uh, But but yeah, I've, I still have one, two, three. I have six in my office. I, I, and I don't have a copy of that yet. I need to I need get to, one. I'll sign I, it I for you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> hey, we pastors just know we appreciate you. Uh, that's why we do this podcast. We want to be an encouragement. And if you are listening to this and you are a pastor, rest in that, you know, that you are appreciated. If you're a church member listening to this, let your pastor know that they're appreciated. Um, you know, whether that's blessing them with the Not Another Baptist uh, library that we have created so far, <laughs> or, um, you know, just a simple gift card, maybe to a coffee shop or, or just a note of encouragement, letting them know that you appreciate them. Um, do so, you know, especially, especially this year, this has been a taxing year, I think is a good way to put it on all of us. We're um, about to be taxed really bad, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> this, you know, this has this has been a weird year for, for all of us as we've navigated through the challenges of 2020. Um, so God bless you. Uh, happy Pastor Appreciation. Go get uh, the people walking in darkness. You'll be encouraged by that. And until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We want to connect with you on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or our website at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. Until next week, we encourage you to check out csbible.com to learn about the Christian Standard Bible, our favorite translation for its blend of readability and accuracy. Have a great day and God bless. What's wrong with you people?